Okay, parents, this one's for you. Welcome to Beyond Risk and Back. I'm your host, Aaron Huey. Let's get some rest today. I have two guests with me. I have Charity Joy and Dr. Cindy Scholes. Dr. Cindy Scholes is the creator of Rest, which is reprogramming of emotional stress technique. And Charity Joy is a certified personal trainer and a rest coach. We spend so much time on Beyond Risk and Back talking about the kids, the teens, what they need, what we can do differently as parents. But we, you know, having listened to this show that we are always saying, take care of yourself first. And we have a few episodes about how to do that, but let's do another one. Let's do this one for you parents. Let's talk about the, the ACE study. Let's talk about inherited trauma and, and generational trauma. And let's talk about how to get the rest we need. Thank you for joining me this week on Beyond Risk and Back. Welcome, Doctor. Welcome, Charity. Thank you so much for being here on the show with me. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Let's, uh, Doctor, let's talk uh, about the, the, the creation of rest. Uh, and what what came up for you, how this came about, and how you ended up certifying people in rest. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And, you know, rest, I think, was in development since I was a little kid and didn't even know it. And um, I was very compelled to understand how people behave and why they behave the way that they do and how we can be better people. And to that end, I became a neuroscientist. I went to UCSF, which is one of the top neuroscience institutions in the country, and got my PhD in neuroscience because I had a strong drive for perfectionism, which I'm not saying that to impress you, but honestly, it was not so much a badge of honor as it was a curse in the end, but it was a compulsion. And... It, it drove a certain amount of success, and I was quite successful in my career until I had my kids. And I developed rest, honestly, because I really started breaking down in my mental health when I had children. And, um, and, and, and I, you know, it's hard for me to talk about a little bit because of some of the challenges that I had as a parent, which I think are normal challenges that parents have. But I believe that I, you know, my pers- my personality has had been wired from previous trauma, and I like the way that you worded that, Erin, like the baggage that we carry. And um, I found myself being very reactive and actually sabotaged my own success because um, I I just remember one day when my kids were really t- little toddlers, um, I was working on the phone in my home office with a doctor who I was working with in my business. And my youngest child was crying at the door. Um, And I just, my heart went out to her, like she needed me and I wasn't there for her. And I started feeling like the doctor was judging me for being a bad parent. And all of this stuff happened. And I sabotaged my own success by, instead of doing really the smart thing, which would have been to say, I'm sorry, I need to call you back. My daughter needs me. I didn't do that. Instead, what I did was is I just quit. And I ran to my daughter, who was um, more or less okay at that point. But I'm not sure that was 
necessary. It wasn't a healthy response for me, and I don't know whether it was a healthy response for them or not. Probably not in the end. Um, I had postpartum depression, as it turns out, and I remember being underneath the cabinet in recording in progress. I remember being underneath the cabinet in my bathroom, crying and not feeling like I could come out and face the world. And I vowed that I would figure out what was going on in my brain that had me go from success to what felt like complete failure. And um, I, in the course of that, I discovered hypnotherapy um, because it's a technique that can help change your subconscious mind. I started learning that and that helped me and I started sharing that with other people and developed a practice, continued to find and learn as much as I could to help myself and then help my clients. And really rest was created by putting together the most effective and efficient technologies that I could find in a way that was step-by-step that I could repeat with each client and know that it was reliable to be supporting them. The way to change the reaction patterns that we all have It's like leaving the baggage behind, getting rid of the buttons that we get triggered with because I, I needed it to be a better parent. And, um, my, the same child that was crying at the door also really struggled as a teenager. And I struggled with them until I worked on myself. Um, and was able to step away and let them own their own life, which was extraordinarily hard to watch. And what I will tell you is, is that there was success in that. They found their own way. They um, are now in college with their feet underneath them. And I just, um, it was a really challenging time, but rest was really super helpful for me. And also for them. And now I'm just so thrilled to be able to share it with other people. I'm training coaches. Charity is one. And um, I have, you know, I have more clients, honestly, than I can handle, which is the reason why I'm training so many coaches, because it's so effective. And I just want the world to have this opportunity to quickly be able to leave that baggage behind. So anyway, that's where rest comes from. And thank you for asking, Erin. And it comes from a very deep and personal place for me. And I, as we get into the show, I want, I want to break down, you know, because there's two R's in it. There's R rest and the first R I haven't mentioned yet, which is the rapid. And certainly that's something that appeals to us all because we want, when we, when we realize we have something going on, that's getting in the way of our mission, vision, passion, purpose, whatever it may be, we want to, if we have the courage to confront it, we want to do so right now. And so I'm very curious about that charity. Um, you are, you, you, you specialize in this health and wellness, and it seems that you have a, a particular passion, um, to support women in their process of, of taking back their own, what, bodies, psyche, what, all of it? What, what, how did you end up here, Charity? All of the above. Um, I, I want to help women take back their power and really live into their authenticity and their own brilliance. And I find that um, traumas, limiting beliefs, um, stories we tell ourselves that don't serve us get in the way of that. And they, um, 
inhibit who we really are and how we want to show up. Um, so triggers, you know, they're kind of like when your brain gets hijacked and right. you respond in a way that, why did I do that? Why did I yell at my daughter? Why did I, you know, why do I feel like a four-year-old having a tantrum? And so <laughs> it's because a lot of times um, it is that four-year-old brain that's still in the trauma response. And um, so I am just fascinated with Dr. Cindy's work and thrilled to, you know, I was, I'm going to back up just a little bit. Um, as a personal trainer, like fitness has been my therapy. So I've had a lot of stress in my life um, and I've handled it through extreme exercise and um, turned it into a passion. And then I started to add in, you know, nutrition and why healthy habits are like so important for this vital health and mind and body. Um, but I felt like there was still something missing. So when Dr. Cindy announced that she is um, teaching rest and how to be a rest coach, I'm like, oh yeah, lights went off. That is what I was, had been looking for for a while because I wanted to bring it all together. Um, you know, taking self-care isn't just about getting a workout in. It isn't just about eating your vegetables. It isn't, you know, just about doing a meditation. It's about putting it all together into a lifestyle and um, and just addressing and healing the traumas from the past so that they can be um, in the past and not carried forward into our daily life where we're, re you know, in a reaction mode. So um, did I answer your question? Absolutely. So now I'm wondering when uh, a, a parent, a family member, a person contacts uh, you guys. What is, what is the process of rest? What is it that they're going to be expected to do? How are they stepping into the work? And, and let's also talk about the perfect parent for your work. What are, what are you looking for? Are you just looking for some, you know, super stressed out mom who's like, I'm done living like this. And, and I found you guys and what the heck is this rest stuff? I need rest. I, you know, but what, how, how, what's your perfect client? So I like to meet people where they are. Um, if they're in that mode of the super stressed out, then, you know, we start where they are and take the baby steps that they need. Um, you know, an awareness is really key. Um, I can't help someone that doesn't um, believe that they can be helped or doesn't want the help or, you know, they have to be ready and willing and open um, but and aware that they do need help. You can't help the terminally unique is what you're saying. The terminally unique. No, yeah. No, I've never heard yeah. yeah, that's a, it's a term we use in recovery where someone comes in and just says, no one can help me. I'm beyond help and no one understands what I'm going through. And we're, we live in the world of mental health. We're like, we all understand what you're going through. <laughs> Doctor, is there, is there a, um, is this an in-person process? Is is this a, I've got to come to your clinic, your work, or is this something you're doing with, with me on Zoom over the phone? How does, how does rest work in that way? What's my interaction with it? Dr. Scholes, you're, you're muted. All of our rest coaches are trained to, um, to start by having a one-on-one -on -one with a client and all of our work can be done on zoom um, and we like video conference the best um, but phones work too and um, it's possible of course for 
for a client for me to come into my office, and I have very few right now these days that do that um, because of the conditions that we've been in recently. But um, when they come to my office, it's the same as it is when they go to Zoom. And the only reason someone would come to my office is because they can't find a private place to be able to have a conversation with me. Um, and otherwise, Zoom is the best. The video conference works so well. And the first session is just set up to get to know what the client needs because as Charity says, everybody is a little bit different in what where they're starting with the process. And we can explain also what the process includes there. Um, and then after that, it, it's a one-on-one -on -one session, again, on Zoom for about 50 minutes. So part... Okay, so part of the question is 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 that you know one of the things that came up as I as I was reading the information you guys were giving me is the the ACE study, the ACE quiz. And a lot of people don't know what that is, but it is it is rapidly becoming one of the most populated research studies and I believe it's by um the 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 CDC and Kaiser are are running this thing together and gathering the information and there's like 50,000 people who participated in the study and the the when I have done the study with staff members and the children in our facility and then at the end just say by a show of hands how many of you have three or more every hand in the facility goes up and it's phenomenal. So please talk about the ACE study and how REST uses it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the ACE study is, is really as profound. It's changed the way in which we look at mental health. And I love it that Oprah just wrote a book with Dr. Bruce Perry that um, is called um, What Happened to You? What Happened to You? really addresses instead the question of, what's wrong with you to what happened to you because the events that happen in our childhood we now know have a huge impact on how we are as adults and the ACE study was really one of the first real clear indications of that there are others as well but that one was really clear and it's so true that that study I think it started in 1995 and there's probably 90 publications that have come out of it. I mean, it's just a huge study and it's a very big body of literature. We know that if you've had four or more adverse childhood experiences, that it actually increases your risk for um, heart disease. It increases your risk for um, all kind, it increased your risk for depression, heart disease, suicide, cancer. And when your risk is increased, it just means you have to take better care of yourself. Right. And that, that risk increase happens when those traumas, those adverse experiences are not processed. And I think if they can be processed, then it decreases that risk. And it, it is, it is, the processing of it is a self-care that will have you not be in that high statistic of getting depression, heart disease, or suicide, but rather being in the other statistic of not having that occur for you, regardless of how many adverse experiences that you've had. So I, I really want to use the study to say, this is the 
core of the problem, the baggage that you carry, as you talked about, is the core of a lot of the chronic diseases that we have and a lot of the mental conditions that we have. And the best thing about that is, is that your brain is extraordinarily plastic. We know about neuroplasticity. Your brain can change and learn and grow at all ages. And so regardless of the traumas you've had, they can be processed. And that was the and recent research. Yeah, and that was the recent research is that we, we, we believe that the neuroplasticity ended somewhere in the 20s. And they're like, oh, my God, you could all the way into your 90s, you can change the brain. And, and it's, exactly. it's phenomenal. And then the other research that started to emerge, and, and Charity, I think you can speak to this, is the, the fact that we can change the brain through the gut, that, this, that this, the, 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 the nutrition and the exercise and our gut health is so important to this changing the brain and dealing with the adverse childhood experiences and the generational trauma. Absolutely. All of those things matter. What you put in your body, your gut health affects your brain health um, and what, what the chemicals it produces. Um, it, it matters what you put in your body. Um, it matters if you get enough sleep. It matters. All those healthy habits that we know we should be doing but don't do. Um, it's more than just <laughs> it's, knowing isn't enough. You have to you know, implement them in your life. And so that's what I try to help people do. Um, one step at a time um, and using rest. I mean, it just, it helps you go so much faster and implement it really cements because it changes the brain. Right. Um, and that's, it's a really phenomenal like way to get to those healthy habits faster and live that vibrant life faster. So now let's talk about rest itself. R R E S T rapid uh, a reprogramming of an emotional stress technique. So what is it? What are, what are we doing here? What rest really does is rest helps identify what are the stress patterns that are going on for a particular individual. And just to kind of back up a little bit, like everybody's personality, it comes from um, what you've learned, your life experiences and, and, your genetics, you know, you, your, and then therefore your personality is basically the habit of being you. And the things that don't work for most of us are our stress related or emotional related patterns. And so what rest does is it helps identify what those are, bringing awareness to it, which is great, but that's the slow way. What rest does that makes it rapid is it not only brings awareness to our stress patterns and habits, but it, it actually gets access to the original place in which they were learned in the first place, the root of the problem. And it's like weeding the garden of your mind. It gets to the root, and we're able to help you process through all of the emotions associated with that original experience, which almost always happens in childhood before the age of five, where your conscious mind doesn't remember it, but the body still has it as a memory. And that physical muscle memory, if you will, or body memory, it's muscle memory is a little misnomer because it's not just in the muscle, it's in all right. of the subconscious mind, but that can be changed. And that's what we do with rest. And it's very rapid. It's only about that particular process. It's only about 20 minutes of the reprocessing. And um, 
so that's where it gets the rapid name from and it just pulls that weed out the weed of stress from your garden of your mind and helps you integrate into the more effective adult self that you've become when you're your best self. And is this, is this mostly a, is this a, is this a somatic experience? Is this is primarily a, 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 what I want to say, almost like a talk therapy experience. Are you having people move around, watch blinking lights like EMDR? What, how's the process actually work on a, on, on a person? hard to describe that without really just doing it, honestly. Um, but the way that it works is the coach is trained to be able to really tune in to the client on all different levels. So for the client's experience, it depends a little bit on how the client perceives their world, whether it can, turns out to be a somatic experience or a cognitive experience. It is not talk therapy. Um, let's just put it that way. We walk you through a process as a client. Um, to help you, and you never, and this is the other thing, you never have to relive the past trauma. So even though we're finding the root of the issue, it's almost always before the trauma that you might recall, and it's usually before the major trauma, which makes it a little nicer because you never have to relive it. And even when we do land on something that was a very traumatic event that we would express as traumatic from an adult perspective, um, you're not reliving it. The, the emotions are kind of dissolving as you do it. We have a process that helps that energy of it um, process through. We actually help you with some acupressure to help that process review. But it's really not like, not very similar to any of the other techniques that um, you've mentioned. It's, I guess it's most similar to neuroemotional techniques, but um, actually still quite different from that too. So. Charity is, can you talk about, and I, this will sound like a stupid question, but let's, let's get parents to understand the benefits of actually confronting generational trauma in themselves, their own adverse childhood experiences and why that, why keeping it compartmentalized stuffed down doesn't work and why actually going through a process like rest or a therapeutic intervention or anything, actually, how does that even benefit someone to enter into the discomfort that facing your dragon entails? Why, why would anybody sign up for this? Well, number one, um, if there's a dragon that you have to face, that's uncomfortable. So yes. why not arm yourself with the tools to slay the dragon? Um, and, and put the dragon to rest. Like, we don't need that dragon following us around. So confronting the dragon and, um, you know, to use your, your um, analogy, is you, I want you to have your power back. And if the dragon has all your power, what are you going to do? You're going to constantly be in reaction mode, and um, that's worse than actually just going in and, like, this is what's going on. This is showing up in my life over and over again. Right. And then going through the process of rest, um, like Cindy said, we don't have to relive traumas. It's not talk therapy. We're not um, digging up the bones. We're just going back to the root and neutralizing it. So we walk away from it. I would say 99% of my clients, when we're done with a the session, they're like, I feel lighter. 
you feel like the, the dragon weight is off your chest or off your shoulders or wherever you feel like you're, you carry it in your body, that's the first thing that most people say. And Cindy's shaking her head yes, like same. She's been doing it for many more years than me. I'm about a year and a half in and I'm so addicted to rest and helping people slay their dragons. And how long does the process take? How many sessions do people sign up for a series? Uh, how does that work? Yeah, so generally because we're complex as humans um, and traumas are also complex. Very, yeah. Um, you know, it takes, we're taking layers off one at a time. So generally, yeah, I mean, to do a transformational type of work, you're looking at multiple sessions. Um, so I start off, I have, packages of three, five, and 10 um, as just kind of to get started. And then from there, it's, it's up to the individual, you know, what they're working on and, and that kind of thing. It's very, very individualized, but it's not a one-shot deal. Um, you can definitely have great results in one session, but where you're really going to get to slay the dragon is in multiple, multiple sessions. But the nice thing is once you've cleared something, it doesn't come back. It is a permanent, permanent, like the root is gone. You pulled that out. That weed is gone. There might be another layer underneath, but it is a permanent thing. So we don't have to rework. Hang on with me a second. We'll go, we're going to come right back. And then I want to, I want to make sure when we come back that we talk about how our listener is going to get in touch with you guys and, and, you know, potentially even get started into their own process. So stand by for a second. In all my years of running a facility and coaching parents at the facility, what I've recognized is the thing that needs to happen next in my life is not just providing the pound of cure, but how to become the ounce of prevention. And let's be honest, cures are expensive, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And prevention can go all the way down to free. And on that, on that note, this is a general invitation to any parent listening to come to Facebook and go to Parenting Teens That Struggle. Parenting Teens That Struggle is a private group that I put together that you know, you're, you'll, you'll click to join. I'll bring you in myself. And every week I am posting videos. I am posting podcasts like this one. I am connecting with experts and I'm connecting these experts directly to you. I truly believe that emotional intelligence will be created by parents knowing everything that the therapists and frontline workers in a facility like mine does. My job now is to help families keep kids out of treatment, not because I don't like treatment, but because A, it's an ethical thing to do, and B, this growth of emotional intelligence, that's the next phase of our evolution is the emotional intellectual. And so this is your invitation to come to Parenting Teens That Struggle on Facebook. Join me there with currently uh, over 750 other parents dealing with the exact same types of things that you are to get as much free support as possible. I post the summits I'm doing there. I post the online coaching program that I've got for you. I lead free events there. And I have experts like this, like this show today, their podcast posted there all the time. Come to Parenting Teens That Struggle on Facebook. Get your support, parents. Take care of your adult relationships by creating a team so that you can get the help you need 
to pull your kids back from beyond risk. Let's get back to the show. All right, you two. So a parent decides that they're, they're in the space of going, yeah, you know, I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to go through this struggle in my own life because it's affecting my parenting. And truly that's what happens. You know, when, when we are afraid, we are stressed out because our kid's sneaking out. We're in trauma response because our child tried to commit suicide and we've been traumatized by that experience. Uh, they're using drugs. We don't know how to get them to stop. We're not sleeping. We're not eating. Our relationship is going to crap because we can't agree on anything and we're arguing about how much they use instead of arguing about which therapist we're going to choose because there's trauma underneath everything that's going on in the first place and on and on and on. And so now this person is like, I'm done. I, I need to go take care of me first. When, when, when you talk about uh, rapid, what do we mean rapid? Because let's, let's be honest, when we use terms like rapid, we think quick fix, we think immediate. And if it, if it happens quickly, we can lose it quickly. But I'm hearing two things. Number one, it's rapid. And number two, it doesn't come back. What is it about the rest experience with with a coach like you, Charity, or with what you've created, Doc, that that is just like, nope, this one works. And this one this one gives you your your full brain function. This one breaks the generational cycles of trauma. How come? What is it that you actually put together here? I want to address that because I can speak to it on a neurological level and I'll try to make it completely understandable for everybody. Um but when you get triggered into stress, like when we get triggered and we have this reaction, it hijacks your mind. It's like, as you said, the dragon comes in and hijacks. It's actually true that physiologically, there, you don't have as much capacity because your brain is not functioning well for you to be able to think logically and make good decisions. And you just aren't as conscious. And all of the energy of your brain is going to the parts of your brain that are in this actually old memory, it's like a minor sort of PTSD sort of thing in, in a way. And it's like you've learned how to respond in this way, and it just keeps doing that over and over again. And so what we do with rest is we actually help the brain rewire. That part of the mind that is in that reaction isn't actually connected well to the conscious mind that can make conscious decisions. So the conscious mind that can make conscious decisions, it's, it's hard for it to intervene. When we do rest, what we're doing is we're decreasing the amount of energy that's going into that triggered pattern. It, it actually, you unlearn that response in a way, is one way to say it, it neutralize and unlearn it. And you learn how to connect the conscious mind to it with a different perspective. It really changes the perspective of your subconscious mind. And once you change perspective, it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, it's like, it's better now. And like, why would you go back? Like, you can't not know that perspective anymore. And so I think it's really just a rewiring that I would say it's semi-permanent. I mean, it probably could change, but it isn't likely to change because it feels good and you, and it, and you want it there. Um, so it's a rapid learning process that is because of a change of perspective. I mean, we know that the brain cannot hold two opposing thoughts on one subject. You know, it has to it has to make a decision based on an experience and a reframing, a reprogramming 
of the experience, nobody does want to go back. Uh, Charity, I don't know if you've been to, in, in, in your life, if you've been to a lot of seminars and motivational self-help with the, you know, the onstage flamboyant self-help gurus and stuff like that. But some of the research shows that there's people can make changes very rapidly, but only 6% of the people can main, maintain the change. How is it that rest supports the maintenance of change? That's so true. Yeah. Yes, I have been to that circuit. <laughs> and, um, fine. That's great. It's not going to generally create sustainable change. Um, you get the raw, raw, you feel good. And then you go back to life and it comes back. Right. Um, and you might learn something, you might become more aware and, and all that. And so, you know, not to say that's a bad thing. It's just, um, it's not going to really change your life. That's well, really and, up to you. And, internal work. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I love them. I, I work at them. I, I teach at them. I go to them, but there's a difference between motivation and intervention. There's a difference. And, and, and it's, it, again, as I, as I was saying is the maintenance. So, so how do you maintenance rest? How do you maintain the rest? Um, well, once like, like uh, Dr. Cindy was sharing, once your brain has changed and rewired, it's not going to go back. Um, so then really my coaching and my work with people begins to go more into how do they want to create their life rather than trying to always, always being in this response mode. Now we're in a creator mode. We can actually make better decisions and have more, again, like going back to what I said, I want you to have your power back. Um, take it back from the dragon, lose the luggage. All of these analogies are great. Um, just so that you can be fully present and live your life from who you truly are and your, who, how you want to show up in the world and who you're here to be. And I want to help people find that. So that's the journey. Um, rest is such an amazing tool to help us lose the luggage and kill the dragon and all of that. Um, and then it's a process of, of learning healthy habits of how to do the self-care. And we kind of do them all in one. Um, and it is a, you know, it's a transformational journey that, that I like to take my clients on. Um, and it's, it is, you know, it's a step-by-step. You're not going to suddenly become a brand new person in, in <laughs> five sessions. You're going to be a lot different. Um, but it, it is a process and it's um, integrating the conscious work. Like, so you might learn something from the rah-rah, you know, all of that, but have no idea how to implement it in your life because there's those silent break or there's that block there in your brain that you you can't access where rest gives us access yeah i'd like to speak to that too really quickly because i think i i love the personal growth workshops don't get me wrong there i've done lots of them they fill me up i totally love them and it does support the change and growth and learning of your conscious mind and to some extent your subconscious mind but on a very general level. And what's really different about rest with two R's is, is that when you do rest with two R's, you're actually getting to a very specific root of a particular reaction pattern. So it addresses the subconscious mind in a very specific way. And that specificity changes it much more permanently than the general 
learning does. You don't have to work to maintain it when you create that level of specificity. It's like you have this whole group of neurons that are all connected together. They wired together because they fired together at a particular time during a particular event when you were maybe, say, two years old. Um, and maybe it's because, you know, the pacifier was taken away from you and you had no other means of supporting your um, comfort at that time, right? So you get this whole pattern. Now, later on in life, something else happens that you lose something or somebody that you care about dies or something. It re-triggers that, that whole neuronal pattern. It gets wired stronger. It's like reinforced. And that reinforcement is also an expansion. It generalizes over time. You can, if you go back to the analogy of pulling of the garden, right? If you imagine you prune it off around, you know, just prune the branches off that you don't like. Like if you have a lawn and you've got a dandelion in it, you just mow the lawn and mows the dandelion down. It's the dandelion is just going to come right back, right? So that's what a lot of these big personal growth workshops can do. Sometimes is mow the lawn and get rid of the dandelions. A lot of different therapies can do that, or they bring awareness to the dandelions. And then you go, okay, I need to mow the lawn now because I see the dandelions coming up, right? Rest is really different because it gets to the root. It actually removes the dandelions. And I, I get how that's a different way of thinking about the process because it's really unique in that sense. Is I don't know very many other therapies, if any, that can really get to the root and really remove it in a way that it doesn't just keep coming back over and over again. So that you have to tend it. So you don't have to keep mowing the lawn anymore for the dandelions. You might want to mow the lawn, you know, for other things. And I recommend that. But you won't have to do it for those dandelions. Pulled them out already. Let's give the families listening the information on how to contact you guys individually to find more information on rest. And then, of course, uh, charity Cycle Breakers, which is your organization as well. So let's now now's the time for shameless self-promotion folks let's 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 get some tools into the parents pockets what do you have for them so um cycle breakers is i'm just i'm so excited because i love that we found that i found rest to bring to people to help people truly break the cycle um and for me you know as a generational trauma that i've been able to break in my family i've always identified myself as a cycle breaker i don't want to pass the luggage to my daughter if i have any control over that then i'm going to figure out a way not to pass my luggage um so it's really important to me you know especially for moms and parents like we we set up the next generation and so the ripple effect of the work we do on ourselves affects our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren um, so to me, this is one of the most powerful and um, important work you can do. It's not just about feeling good, which is great. We all want to feel good, but it's really about taking care of your future generation through stopping the cycles of the trauma. And that's just been really important to me. Um, breaking cycles of, you know, the self-sabotage of not being able to physically take care of your body, um, you know, and helping people with that. So. That's that's how I came up with the word, with the name cycle breakers and it's, it's I'm, maybe you can tell I'm really passionate about that and doing that work and helping these you know moms is is my heart um, as a mom myself and 
Well, the entire time you've been talking for the people who are listening only and not able to see you like I can, you just, you've got this grin on your face the whole time you're talking about it. So how do people find it? How do they get to you? Okay. So, um, if you want to, the easiest way to connect with me, um, is through Facebook as well. Um, I have a private Facebook group called cycle breakers. Um, and I believe there's a link that we're going to be able to give them. Yes. Correct. Okay. So clicking on that link is going to take you directly to me, um, through cycle breakers and, and it's a private group. So I will um, approve you and, and let you in. And so there's going to be a lot of, there is a lot of free content in there. I go live weekly with um, just tidbits of what we can do to improve our life and how, you know, just taking this journey a little bit at a time. Um, and that is a great, a great way to connect with me and then take it to the next level. Um, if you'd like to just schedule a time to talk with me in, individually, there's a link for that as well. And that's um, the cyclebreaker.me. Okay. And that'll take you actually to my schedule. You can actually um, find a time that would work for you and we'll have a one-on-one -on -one conversation and make it much more personalized and, and finding out how, you know, how I work, how I can help you. And, um, and I have an exclusive offer um, available just for your listeners. Um, so to book the time with me, it is um, a $50 investment for yourself, but you get $100 back with any work that we do. Perfect. And then Cindy, how do they, how do they find you? How do they get in touch with you? So, um, mindwaveinstitute.me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's mindwaveinstituteschedule.me or mindwaveinstitute.com is another way for people to get in touch with me. Um, and if anybody is interested in rest as a coaching tool to learn it for themselves to be a rest coach um, restacademy.com is the place to explore more about rest and how you could learn how to be a coach yourself and one of the things that is hugely true about our rest certification program is it is a transformational program and so all of the students that go through that it changes them it changes their life and it changes the way they operate in all of their relationships and and which if it's if they have relationships with kids it, it helps them with that with their husbands everything including their relationship and may, most especially maybe with the relationship with themselves and then it's also a tool then that they can use to support other people as well to be able to make the changes they want to in their lives so um i don't know you may have one or two people that are listening that think that that's me and i want that so it's restacademy.com um, please find us. We'd love to support you if this is what your calling is. And restacademy.com to make sure that people know there's two R's, R-R-E-S-T, academy.com. Yes, yeah. And, and there is a, a YouTube video, and unfortunately the link, if I gave it out here, it would just be ridiculous. So I won't give it out verbally, but we'll make sure it gets posted when it's uh, when we launch the podcast. Uh, so cyclebreaker.me, there's a Facebook, private Facebook group uh, for Cycle Breakers. And then, of course, Rest Academy with two R's.com. 
you guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate having you here on Beyond Risk and Back, and I'm looking forward to seeing where things go uh, with this. And I happen to know of a few parents, one who suggested that we connect, uh, who I think would be an amazing rest coach. So I hope she's considering that. Uh, I think she'd be incredible at it. As I'm listening to you guys, I'm like, this is perfect for her. So I'm excited about uh, calling her up and saying, you're going to the academy, right? You're not just using the product. You're actually going to go because I think she'd be dynamic. So, uh, uh, Dr. Scholes, thank you so much. Charity Joy, thank you as well. Um, and uh, stay with me for a second while I sign us all out. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron, so much. So that's how you get rest. And listen, self-care is going to start with something simple like drinking a glass of water right now like breathing consciously right now. Take a breath on purpose. Check your sleep patterns, check your sleep cycles. Your sleep is such a key component. How about the food you're eating? Is it healthy food? Crap in, crap out. And then what about this moving the body piece? Those are five things you can do right now, but to add to it, you can, you can go to restacademy.com. You can go to cyclebreakers.me. Do something today that is you on purpose taking care of you. The kid thing can wait for 10 minutes. And if you took five, 10, one minute every single day, every single day to do something for yourself, to take care of yourself, in a year you will have done 365 things out of self-love. That's a game changer. That's the slight edge. That's the one thing at a time that they talk about in recovery. And parents, let's face it, we're all in recovery. If our teens are struggling, our family is struggling, and the family needs recovery, not just the teen. The podcast is designed for you to get the support that you need to help you help your kid. But it's got to help you first. So I want to thank Deepin Productions for doing the audio soundtracking and training and this awesome music for the podcast. You can go to Deepin Productions to see more of what they do. I want to thank Your Cause Consulting for making sure that this podcast gets in front of the right people who actually need this podcast. And most importantly, families, thank you for being uh, with me on this show today with my uh, guests, Charity Joy and Dr. Schultz. And remember, parents, take care of yourselves first, your adult relationship second, and your children third, because that's how you're going to do your best work with your children. I'll see you next time on Beyond Risk and Back. <laughs>